Welcome to the Sustainable You podcast with your hosts, Jackie Kidman and Lisa Whiston, self-proclaimed urban hippies, waste warriors, and passionate women. Tune in for practical information and inspiration on how to reduce your impact on the environment and become a more sustainable you. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Sustainable You podcast. Hi guys, I'm here with Lisa and I'm Jackie. We wanted to start each episode, we've had this bit of a chat as well, we're doing lots of chats today, about starting each episode around talking about maybe one thing that we've done or one conversation that we've had that's made an impact around um, helping others to become more sustainable or helping us to become more sustainable. Um, So Lisa's got a great story. Would you like to share yours first, Lisa? Yeah, sure. Mine kind of follows up on a few episodes ago where we were talking about plastic packaging, soft plastic recycling. Um, I had my parents and my parents-in-law over for dinner the other night and we're all standing around in the kitchen while we were preparing the meal and I opened up my bin cupboard I started to sort out the soft plastic packaging from all of the ingredients for our meal my mum said to me oh, what are you doing and I'm like well this just sorting out my squishy plastics and she said oh I didn't know that you had to put that in a separate bin I've just been putting all my soft plastics in my yellow recycling bin and I'm like, no, mum, you can't do that. You've got, to, you've got to put them in a separate bin and take them to the supermarket and put them in the big receptacle bins there for the company to take and go on and make something new out of it. And she had no idea. And yet for a long, long time, I thought that she was all over this kind of stuff. And she said that she just thought by putting it in the yellow bin that it would end up getting recycled because she knew that it was recyclable. She just didn't know how the process worked. So kind of did another little spiel to everyone in my kitchen um, and hopefully have reached a few more people again on a message that is pretty simple, but um, you can't assume that people don't know it because Mm. so many people don't realize how to go about recycling and dividing up your rubbish. Mm. So that was just one thing that I thought, least I know it's made a direct impact um, on somebody and mum then went away and the next day came up to me and said oh by the way I, I googled that company Red Cycle that collects your soft plastics and um, I'm going to get your father to print me out a list of all the things that I can put in that bin and um, so I know and I'm going to put it next to my bin so I know what I can and can't put in there so that was really awesome to hear. So good. Yeah. I love it. Go mum. So awesome. And then I was explaining to, to you as well that my dad has now started a soft plastic or squishy plastic. I love that. I'm, I'm saying <laughs> squishy plastic now. That's my new saying. Recycling as well. And he was like, you know, I can just take it down just to the Woolies, just at our local supermarket. Like I didn't already know that. But, um, but you know, I humor him. So it's it's... It's so good to hear and just those small little changes as well yeah. that we're starting to make that little impact. Um, so what can I share for me? I guess I my little sort of you know win was that um, I had a friend contact me through uh, Instagram and, and showed me that she'd made her own uh, washing powder that I only used sort of three, three or four ingredients, very simple, very cost effective. She wants to start cutting back on all the chemicals um, in her home. 
and um, and this was one of the steps and you know her comment was oh my god my clothes smell so good why didn't I do this sooner so some cool wins uh, the other thing we wanted to do was share some big impacts that have happened so as you know that we've been having record breaking heat waves uh, I think Adelaide recorded the hottest temperature on record last week um, but conversely on the other side of the world America are experiencing freezing temperatures at the moment and it's all related of course however their illustrious president decides to tweet so this is Donald J Trump on his Twitter um, in the beautiful Midwest wind chill temperatures are reaching minus 60 degrees the coldest ever recorded in coming days expected to be even colder People can't last outside even for minutes. What the hell is going on with global warming? Please come back fast. We need you. Ridiculous. Anyway, so that just kind of was one of the things that we, why we kind of feel that we just need to continue to talk about what it is we do because it needs to, we need to help people to understand what, what it is that global warming is, what it is that climate change is, but more importantly, you know, why and how they can make a difference um, in their own little homes and in their communities by just being a little bit more um, environmentally conscious. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about clothing and fast fashion. So worldwide, I guess we're consuming over 80 billion pieces of clothing each year. It's a result of our obsession with fast fashion and a disregard to how you know we actually care about our, our clothes. Now, don't get me wrong, I love I love clothes, but I guess I remember back in my early 20s going to those shops like Tempt and um, Supre, and I don't even know if they're still around, um, and getting the really cheap $10 tops and, you know, that sort of stuff. You might wear them once and then they just go in the back of your cupboard or, mm. you know, that sort of stuff. Um, and I'd moved away from that, you know, mainly because I kind of became, I hung out in sort of sweatpants and <laughs> T-shirts a lot <laughs> after becoming a mum. But... But also because I began to, you know, kind of get a bit conscious about the stuff that I was consuming and what I throw away and what I use. I'm also very lucky that I have two older sisters who have great fashion sense. I can borrow their clothes and never give them back or I can um, <laughs> <laughs> or I can um, ask to borrow them and do give them back. Um, so I've kind of been quite lucky that quite often people will say, that's a nice dress. And I'm like, thank you, it's my sister's. You know, because I do, I do, we do borrow a lot between us. We borrow a lot, mainly me borrowing their stuff, not necessarily them borrowing my stuff, but we do borrow a lot between the three of us. So I'm quite lucky in that aspect that I can feel like I've got a bit of a newer wardrobe all the time. Yeah. But I'm also quite conscious about what it is that I am purchasing when I'm purchasing it. So I don't just go out and buy something new for the sake of buying something new. I'm not, I'm not a shopper like that. Um, I would tend to think if I am sort of all of a sudden doing that browsing of online shopping, I would tend to kind of go to myself, okay, am I just bored here? Mm. Or am I, um, do I really need this? Yeah, or is it just one thirty in the morning and you can't close your eyes, so you're buying stuff? That's never me because I oh, go to bed at like 9.30. That is me but all the time. <laughs> yeah, so there's lots of aspects to fashion, I guess, in general. Realistically, what is it? It's a piece of clothing that somewhere is being made using resources, sometimes ethically, sometimes not. It's being transported all around the world via air or ship. 
which is also using resources. It's packaged in a lot of plastic mm. generally. Uh, what was the stat you were talking about? It's packaged in plastic. It comes often on a plastic coat hanger yep. that once it gets to a store, gets removed off that and put onto a branded coat hanger. And so it's creating a heap of waste. We then buy it. We wear it once, twice, a whole season, five years, who knows? And then we get rid of it and we either toss it in the landfill waste or we distribute it elsewhere. So there's lots of aspects along this whole chain that we can improve upon how fashion contributes to our sustainability. Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So beautifully said, Lisa. Thank you so much. So, so articulate. I love you. So for us, we kind of want you to think about that. Where is where is your fashion being sourced from? What's it made from? And then if you decide that you still really want it, that's fine. Buy it. We encourage you to be very fashionable in your lives. But also then when it comes time to, you know, get rid of items of clothing that you think you may no longer need, maybe take a second look and assess whether or not you do need to get rid of this piece of clothing now only to buy another version of it next winter. Or if you keep it in your wardrobe for a certain amount of time and if you don't reach for it within six months or 12 months, then get rid of it. And then when you're getting rid of it, how are you getting rid of it? So let's talk about maybe some of the things that we've thought about. Mm, Yeah. So say, for example, kids is a big one because they grow out of stuff so quickly. So I'm lucky I've got two boys. I mean, I'd be lucky if I had two girls or a boy and a girl, but um, <laughs> but they're the same same sex. So the clothing that James, my six-year-old, wears, Harvey, my three-year-old, you know, I'm passing it down. Um, and I don't mind if the collar's stretched a little bit or, you know, that sort of stuff because most of the time that my kids are out in the dirt and they're getting, you know, like so dirty and messy anyway that a little stain or something like that is not a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. So that's, that, that's one way in sorting out what stuff I want to keep. Yeah, and on the other side of that too, I've got a girlfriend who's got a daughter the same age as my son, and then we've got younger siblings which are the opposite gender as well. So I hand down my older boy's clothes to her younger son, and she hands me down her older girl's clothes to my little daughter, which is awesome. Um, We switch and we swap, and then we pass on to other people's children too. Yeah. Friends. So when I came here the other week at Lisa's house, she had a dress hanging up and I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> and she said, oh, that's my girlfriend selling it actually. And I was like, oh, okay, right. You know, and Lisa, and Lisa said, didn't, it wasn't her, her style. It didn't fit me. Okay, I was just being generous. Typical. Um, it's in the bust area. Like <laughs> you. And so I was like, oh, maybe I'll give it a try and I'll try it on. So, you know, and then I got a brand new dress that had been worn once, hadn't it? It was a bridesmaid's yeah, it was dress a or bridesmaid's something. Dress. So yeah. it had been worn once. I got it for $50, which was probably a $300 dress. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, so that's swapping or buying off friends or there's local, you know, there's Facebook pages, um, buy, swap, sell, you know, that sort of stuff. There's mm. heaps of things that have clothes on there. Yeah. Um, that's... Uh, you know, or op shops, obviously that's a, yeah. Know. Or charities like there's yeah. like, you know, big group hug or there's lots of other ones that collect particularly for families that may not be able to a- afford brand new clothes all the time. Mm. So there's yeah. plenty of those charities yeah. that will take them Yeah, as long as they're able to be worn again. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? I think that's the, you know, that you need to make sure it's a good 
it's yeah. Not, it's not in terrible quality. Like some of the some of the clothes, by the time like they get to the end of the life with my kids, yep. they need to just be ripped up and maybe used as a rag for a little bit of a time. Yep. Um, and then um, and then then unfortunately, yeah, they most of the time they go into the bin, or I chug it, try and chug it into the compost to see if we can get breaking down. Breaking yeah, down, sure. And know. just on that too, my husband works uh, in the automotive industry, and he always needs rags so much so that mechanics actually order rags from wow. suppliers. So this is pretty random, but if you have a local mechanic, perhaps you could, and you want to get rid of some old clothes, perhaps you could ask him if he wants some of your old stuff for rags. Oh, that's a great idea. I'm sure that he would take it. Maybe not your undies. <laughs> I'd definitely take your undies. <laughs> or your bras. <laughs> Might be excited. <laughs> that's a great idea. I never thought about that. Yeah. Or the other thing is too, on YouTube, there's, also, there's these little tutorials about how to make bags out of old t-shirts. You don't need to sew. You just need a pair of scissors and you can tie knots in, in the bottom. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. You could do heaps of stuff like that yeah. using using old clothes for things or cutting out um, the patterns or the, what do you call it? The, like the, yeah, like the, the designs or the decals on the front of a T-shirt and using it in a craft project or giving it to the kids to use yeah. for something. Yeah. There's so many ways. I've seen people do like that. Where they've, say they've got kids have had their favorite t-shirts along the way and, you know, that just is mm. a memory of each year and they can put it in, parents get them sewn into like a blanket. That's pretty cute. It's cute, isn't it? It's very, yeah. very um, detailed. But, um, but you can do that sort of stuff. Like you can get creative rather than it just kind of being tossed. And that's what we want people to be conscious about. Yeah. The other things my sister-in-law does like a few times a year um, she does those um, clothes swaps. Yeah. So you come with a bag of clothes that you don't want anymore. It's still going to be in good condition, but it might be like a you know a dress that you never you only ever worn once, and it was five years ago, and it doesn't longer fit you or anything like that. And then you can um, come, and someone else might have a jumper that you want, and so you just swap it. Oh yeah. 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 Actually, my girlfriend organised that with um, a group of girls that we do personal training with, and. Because everyone likes to buy new leggings to train mm. in, but you tend to um, have your favourites, and you know you might not, you might have some in the cupboard that you never wear, and yet other people would might love them. So she organised a leggings swap at her house where everyone had to bring uh, a pair of leggings, and then they could take a pair of leggings for free. That's cool. Yeah, or if they didn't have any that they wanted to give, and yet they wanted to take, I think it was a donation, and she ended up giving it to um, a charity. Um, of her choice which was kind of cool as well that's really cool yeah, yeah I, like that. I love that um i've also got like my cousins and stuff they also take a whole batch of clothes before it gets to the next level so by the time it really gets to landfill or to rags where, mm. wherever it's going to go it's less and less and less mm. you know that needs to go from a big bag to a, to just a you know couple of items yeah so it's quite it's quite cool one other random thing that i was just gonna say yeah, I love the was uh right. i've st- i've for those of you who do not know, which is probably all of you, I learned to sew last year. And so I've been a little bit mad on the sewing machine. And so now if I'm ever going to get rid of clothing, I I cut them up and I steal, don't steal, I borrow the, um, the necklines and the cuffs and the pockets, anything that's kind of intact that you can use as an embellishment. Sometimes I've even been known to cut elastic out of... Um, out of skirts and stuff so that I can reuse it when I make clothes or make things for my, for my little sewing projects. So that could be a cool thing to do. Like, especially jeans. If you're ever going to get rid of jeans, keep those pockets. They're awesome. Yeah, that's true. You can sew them onto anything and you've got a little pocket. Isn't there someone that makes bags out of jeans? 
Probably. I made an apron out of a pair of jeans. Did you? Yeah, for when I decorate cakes. Oh, yeah, so I wanted cute. a classy apron. Yeah, I love that. Mm. I love that. I had an event last year where I had, it was a dressy event and I didn't have anything to wear. So I actually hired hired a gown. Um, I think it cost me like a hundred dollars and it was posted to me and I just popped it back in the bag and sent it back. So the dry cleaning was covered. Everything was covered. Um, and it was a beautiful, like $500 dress that I would never buy myself. Mm. Yeah. Rather it. than buying a dress for a wedding and then you feel like you can't wear that dress again because mm. everyone's seen you in that dress. Yeah. I know I was talking to my sister about our bridesmaids dresses that we wore that's still sitting in a cupboard yeah. um, from my sister's wedding. So, yeah. you know, there's two identical dresses that, that were expensive and I need to probably look at selling them or, mm. you know, regifting them or somewhere, somehow, mm. but they're just sitting in the cupboard. But just think about, you know, it's the same thing as when you're purchasing, you know, your, when we talk about, you know, sort of the previous episodes, when you're purchasing your products or any sort of products, like but your food, we're talking about for your food, it's the same with your, you know, clothing items. Do I really need this? You know, mm. how long is this going to last me? How many wears am I going to get out of this? Is it just going to be a one-off? Um, you know, sort of, you know, that sort of stuff. The other thing just to just quickly touch on to think about as well with clothes, they obviously use up a lot of resources when you've got to wash them. You know, for a lot of times, items that are worn once, you know, like a T-shirt or um, a pair of jeans, they don't need to be washed straight away. Yeah, tell you that know. to my kids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, more for adults, I think, probably. Yeah. We could probably do that. But you don't really need to wash everything once you wear it once, um, you know, unless it's a bit stinky or something like that. But, um, I mean, I've got food stain on it, which is probably my, most likely the reason why I wash my clothes. Um, but limit that because that's going to make a big impact with the amount of water and energy and stuff like that you, you're going to use. Um, the, the material is also something to be conscious of. So synthetics fabrics are obviously made from synthetic sort of materials. So probably plastics, you know, are in there. Um, then using those sort of products, you wash them and they'll break down into microplastics and that goes into our waterways. Mm-hmm. So things like cotton, wool, you know, things that can be washed and, um, over and over again, that are, that are more from a natural sort of resource yeah um yes they might have an impact on getting them to be cotton you know enough to be able to but but they probably their longevity is better for the environment anyway and it's not putting anything back into it Um, i have an idea actually why don't we get you guys to hashtag sustainable you pod with the best way that you've reused an item of clothing or some way that you've reduced your impact with fast fashion um send us your ideas we'd love to hear them might be that you go into an op shop and you find yourself a steal of a you know like a, yeah, a, a louis vuitton louis vuitton you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real one um you know you might you find yourself something that you you know you needed like a winter coat or something but you found it at a cheaper um second hand but in great condition you know i could just take photos of me and my sister's wardrobes that's an example um <laughs> You know, How so ironic I, that we're recording this inside my wardrobe. That's I know. I'm, I am looking at those clothes, Lisa. Thinking, ah, <laughs> I haven't seen that Please. dress before. That skirt looks good. <laughs> so as always, 
this information that we're providing you here is not to say that something's bad or something's you know right or something's wrong or something's good you know that sort of stuff it's just to get you thinking and get you to be more conscious yeah and in the end we really want you to become a, a more, more sustainable you, you. Sustainable You can be found on Instagram at Sustainable You Pod, on Facebook at Sustainable You Podcast, or you can email us at sustainableupod at gmail.com. Episodes are created and produced by Lisa and Jackie. The Climactic Collective. This show is produced by Hear Media, a boutique audio agency in Narm, Melbourne. To learn more and get in touch, head to hearmedia.studio. That's H-E-R-E media.studio.